slips, jail time, snorting a cocaine line, racist tweets, family beefs, a royal leaves, Kanye, fake attack, racist rants, Botox and implants, shoplifting spree, punch a paparazzi, unexpected pregnancy, not your best moment. Hello and welcome to an... Another episode of Not Your Best Moment. I am your host, Keith Skopinich, along with Andrew Harris and Phoebe Matana. Today, we're going to break down the Scooter Braun mystery drama, as well as a Burger King drama a lawsuit that is currently going on. And Phoebe has a little bit update about some, I think, video game drama, but we'll get there in a little bit. First, Andrew, what's going on with Scooter Braun? I don't know what's going on with Scott. Uh, I'm sorry, Scooter. You can't call him. You can't call him Scott when he chooses Scooter as a pseudonym. You're right. I'm not gonna. I don't know that I really feel like I want to honor this man's chosen nickname. Um, I don't know. Actually, actually, it's Scotter. <laughs> um, Scooter, uh, the grown grown ass man named Scooter, or who prefers to go by Scooter. A lot, as you, some of you may have heard, a lot of his clients have been dropping him. A lot of high profile clientele. Ariana Grande uh, has dropped him again. It's worth noting she, um, I think, left him in 2016 and has returned. Uh, Demi Lovato dropped his ass. Um, and <laughs> an interesting. He's got an interesting portfolio. He's got a couple of um, country music acts singer there i would call them because one's a duo and one's a solo and they're under a joint management which is strange and who else oh, Dina menzel was one of his clients um and she has left him yeah that one that one turned my head too <laughs> and there's, there's rumors that bieber bieber's on his way out all of these people have contracts with him and a lot of them expire around i think 2027 and you know there's there's lots of different you know, you keep seeing this and you saw the memes, like all these fictional characters. I saw one that um, I'm sorry, I don't watch the show. So I Shay from the new the new character from um, and just like that in Sex in the City. There was a meme that like, oh, Shay dropped Scooter Braun. Like everyone's everyone's like tweeting like, <laughs> oh, you know, Barbie dropped Scooter Braun as her, her Scooter Jen, you know, as her as her manager. This, that, and the other thing. Even Scooter Braun got in on the act. He's like, I've decided to drop myself. That was the only <laughs> statement that he's made on the matter. Wow. No one has discussed why they're dropping him there is uh there is talk that he's he's and i think this is pr spin um he's phasing out um personal management and as he tries to become the ceo of some sort of lifestyle company uh that his company is sort of transitioning into it's and you know they they say even 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 these stars he doesn't directly manage them he's just sort they're just sort of under his umbrella but the you read things and you you know i've went through different articles and vulture and um, billboard and whatnot. Uh, but apparently it kind of started. And I don't know if this rings true to me. I don't tell me how you guys feel. We'll sort of go through some of the reasons. So there's the reason one is he's phasing out to become CEO of a lifestyle company, <laughs> <laughs> which is the sentence that would have made no sense 20 years ago. It doesn't really make sense today. The other one that could ring true, but feels like a delayed reaction is that uh, stars are starting to have an adverse reaction to the whole Taylor Swift thing where he, yeah, he bought her catalog and didn't sell it back to her. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised that he didn't get as wrecked when that happened. I feel like he kind of got off a little bit scot-free after I, all that, after all settled. 
I agree, Ed, but I wonder if the Eras tour might might have something to do with that. I mean, Taylor Swift fans are rabid. Well, uh, you yeah. could rally enough. You could rally enough hate around him if that and was necessary. I mean, but she's like coming out in fucking force. Like, oh yeah, Taylor Swift was Taylor Swift, but this Eras tour has brought her to absolute new heights. I would say it's like Eras and Renaissance right now are like the biggest live events happening in the world. Yeah, no, no, she's huge. And everyone and their mother is trying to get a ticket to the Eras tour, whether or not they're a real Taylor Swift fan or not. Everyone's like, I have to go. It's a cultural phenomenon. And I'm like, yes, it is. But who has like $500 just sitting around? Well, it's I mean, it's such a phenomenon that movies are struggling at theaters where they are showing the um, the cinematic version of the Eras tour. There's a like an exorcist movie out that uh, to be fair has not been publicized very well. I don't know if the arrows tour has much to do with this, yeah. but um, like Ellen Burstyn is in this exorcist movie. Like they, they brought Ellen Burstyn back. Who's like 170. Um, just kidding, she's in her, I think she's like, she, no, she's old. She's like in her nineties. I think um, she's pretty old, uh, which doesn't mean she can't work and act. It's just sort of an <laughs> odd choice to bring someone back after it's not like it's not like the exorcist is like a franchise, you know, it's not bringing <laughs> Jones back. It kind of does feel like a, it feels a little bit like a franchise. Well, now it does. But, you know, I mean, like bringing bringing Harrison Ford back was like, a, oh, OK, oh, you know, everyone's like, clap. oh, you know, um, not that Harrison Ford needs that shit, but um, that's. <laughs> that's how the movie felt so that that's number one um and number two is oh the artists are just you know looking looking to change direction i honestly have always been kind of surprised like i remember when we were doing our taylor swift episode and we were talking about it and going through who else does scooter Braun uh represent represent and i was shocked that all these people were still with him and i know these management contracts tend to be relatively long term but like you can break contracts i was gonna say they should be fairly breakable no that's the thing like you can you can always break a contract even if they are long and i am just i was floored when all that when the height of that went down so i a part of me would be surprised if it had to do with the taylor swift stuff because no one left within like a year even None of the big names left. I wonder what the out clause is in those contracts. Maybe it has something to do with the timing of maybe they did, you know, at the at the time say we want out. But the out clause is like, you have to give me two years. Otherwise, you have to pay me three hundred million dollars or something, something like that. Right. I mean, usually, usually the way it would work is like you're basically paying like there are sunset clauses for a lot of these mm-hmm. um, as well. And like sometimes they're. Uh, they're more increased if you break your contract. It depends. Every management contract is going to be different. And there aren't a lot of strict regulations on this. So every one single one can be very specific. But sunset clauses are a big part where it's basically like every year after you leave them, you basically they still get a certain percentage of the money based on what you had built with them. So like an album that you sold while you were rep by him is still selling. He will get 10% of those earnings the next year and then seven percent the next year and five percent the next year or whatever it is and i think that's totally fair because they're the person who helped you get that done sorry yeah you had something to say yeah i was gonna say you know we're talking about people leaving uh scooter braun but like justin bieber came to his defense at the time yeah and eventually apologized to taylor swift about it but he didn't 
you know, you could listen, go back and listen to the episode, but we talk about how Justin Bieber like made some posts like making fun of her and how she was like being a baby about it. I mean, what I will say is that sometimes people will defend will defend others and then realize when they're getting screwed, like, oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't think you would do this to me. <laughs> Justin, Justin Bieber feels like someone who, um, when he does speak of his own accord, there are meetings. <laughs> there are there are meetings that are held. Like he might be he might be thirty, but I think even the people who work for him are like Justin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they probably do treat still treat him like a child. Get it out of your mouth, Justin. Get yeah. that out of your mouth. Don't run. Don't run. <laughs> Not inside. Yeah. Haley's just snapping her fingers. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, you can't Focus. go swimming. You you have to record. You cannot go swimming, Justin. <laughs> Get out of the pool. You just ate. Yeah. <laughs> he just have to digest your food. He just does that stupid heart thing <laughs> with his hands. Oh, like from <laughs> baby. Like, oh. <laughs> you always melt me. Go swimming. I have a cramp. Oh, of course you do. You just had lunch. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny to talk about Justin Bieber this way. I can't. Is there, is there another way to talk about him? I don't understand. No, just because I'm like, he's older than I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh like, Me too. <laughs> okay, I don't yes, think that's you true. You are older than Phoebe. That is true. We both are. <laughs> but Shut like, up. <laughs> but the point is, he's having to stand over here and be the only older. Fuck you. No, you're getting on this. You're getting on this rickety old old person train with me. And Phoebe, we'll see you in a decade or so. Oh. <laughs> Wow, I'm just, you know, before we logged on to the podcast, Andrew said to me, I can't with you and the youngest generation. I'm like sitting here. I am not a part of the youngest generation. You've been sitting on that. I haven't. I wasn't going to bring it up, but then you just age shamed me. How long have we been recording? 10 minutes. Uh I don't need to sit on these things. You just provide everything that I need. You are a diamond and I love you so much. Wow, you are, this, this you turned are, really fast. You are a treasured friend, and I'm just so... Aww. Don't cancel me. Sorry, Keith, what were you going to say? <laughs> I am not even sure what I was going to say. I got distracted by the sentiment, and I thought that was very cute, and I have nothing else to say now. <laughs> Don't worry, Keith. Andrew, what do, you think the, what do you think is going on? Like, What do you think the answer is for why people are leaving? I think it's very delicate. I think both sides probably have um, dirt on the other uh, that could make a contentious separation um, unfeasible for both parties. And I think that after a prolonged period of negotiation, they figured out a way to uh, elegantly separate for all parties so that no one gets embarrassed. I see like a mutually assured destruction situation. That that to me seems that is a very tactically plausible situation for me when when we're talking about PR and when PR is everything um, and when a manager helps to kind of control the PR, it's not just publicists um, and and image. Um, But the and the other the other part of that that I think about, too, is um, a lot of these people are 
stuck in their image and with the exception of some of the people like Adina Menzel like she's 50 like she's she's far and speaking of it it's like she's far and away like the oldest person that I saw listed of his of his client roster um she's 52 which kind of good on you Adina she looks great she looks um, amazing not that it's about looks um but uh <laughs> <laughs> you know that's not that's not the point um but you that know voice, just a compliment that voice um, that's it yeah, it's amazing but <laughs> and and she's got kind of a different she, it's not the fact that she's 52 that separates her from everyone else that mentions that you know he represents like it's she's a whole other style she's a whole other thing right yeah but you have a lot of people who he uh started managing when they were very young like he's the one who found justin bieber from youtube you know and you know, a lot of these, a lot of these stars, they're the, these, you know, Lovato, Ariana Grande, Bieber, they are now into or approaching their thirties and they can't have the same image that they did when they were 14, 15, 16. But if they're not allowed to evolve and become something that might be a little more lasting than the clock's ticking on how long you can be a teenager. Right. And we'll just use... Britney Spears as a as a cautionary tale <laughs> for for that because um, if you don't if you don't evolve and you're not allowed to get older I think we talked about this with Taylor Swift you know how she like and this is look what Eras is doing Eras is very very much re- reshaping her narrative and changing the brand changing her brand not not drastically you know this is not like a Garth Brooks Wayne whatever the hell it is <laughs> yeah that was weird um, it was weird it's change. Just, still weird he's like um, i was a cowboy but now i'm a cowboy in a black hat yeah <laughs> not, not an emo cowboy I, okay um can you just sing friends in low places that's all anybody wants um and we love you garth and you look great for 52 i don't know how old he is uh but yeah his I, that I, character's I, name was chris Gaines. by oh, the way jesus Go, no 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 i can't i can't because the joke that i was gonna make is it would get me canceled so what you're saying is I'm saving you. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, I was just uh, thinking about this uh, back to what you were saying before about how these artists, the one that we're talking about leaving him have been with him for a very long time and signed with him early on in their careers and perhaps were discovered or and like originally signed by him. I'm sure it's like there. How long does it take to work with someone before the shine of that wears off? Also, if you if you think about it, like if you're young, it takes way longer for that shine to wear That's off because saying. you're way yeah. more innocent about it. Yeah. yeah, but like 30 is kind of a it's you know, it is a time of transition. It just is even yeah. if it's even if it's even if it's just mental and in your head. Um, but like there is a everyone I talk to when I turn 30 or, you know, either a little bit before me or a little bit after me, they're all like, yeah, there's a little bit of a shift that happens like in your, in your thinking and it kind of changes the way you carry yourself and present yourself a little bit. Um, 40 regrettably the same thing happened. And I was like, Oh God. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> there are some things where I'm like, oh, please, no, I want to be more fun. Um, but then I'm also like, Oh, I'm so tired. Uh, <laughs> fuck fun. I just want to be on my couch. And I, but I don't, I don't know that that's necessarily the reason why it's happening. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that, but again, a good agent or manager is going to help you make that shift. Right. They're going to help you evolve and have a much more um, not to be. This isn't crass, but it could sound crass, uh, frankly, to have a smarter business model. Though I will say, like we were talking about 
Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande, both of them are very successful as adult artists. You know what I mean? Like having transitioned from teeny boppers to, you know, pop like hit makers that are. But but do you view them as as adults or does part of you still see them as what they were when they were teenagers? I do. I totally Bieber again. He's 29. Um, And I every time I look at him, I'm like, why are you trying to look so grown up? Where are you going? I mean, here's what I say. Like, I don't think that's going to go away or that can go away because you just live that. You live through it. But yeah, what's up, Keith? uh, I'll say uh, for me, Justin Bieber transitioned to a man when he got rid of the mushroom haircut. (laughs) You mean the the Bieber cut? He had a a haircut named after him. You think the mullet and like, I can't grow facial hair situation (laughs) that he's doing now screams I'm a grown ass man? Because to me, it screams I just graduated high school and I'm not going to college. Well, the the way that I see it is that they're making music that is not only for tweens and that you won't be embarrassed to listen to as an adult. And if you're doing that, even if people there will always be people that are looking at you like, I remember you when you were in like nappies, basically. And there are always going to be people like that. What? I just I really appreciate the British terminology. Thank you. You're welcome. But like <laughs> I'm not I have no British nationality in me whatsoever. I just love going to London, but that makes me enough of an Anglophile to be like, thank you for using nappies. I feel right at home. <laughs> but yeah, like you're gonna be able to you're you're gonna be able to, you know, hold those two things at the same time. And the fact that they're both they're both having successful careers as an adult with music that is popular with, you know, adult crowds means like I actually think they have transitioned well. That doesn't mean that they don't want to further evolve and also shed that old skin. But yeah. as far as transition careers, I actually think those are two examples of success stories in moving from, oh, you're a teeny bopper to, oh, wow, you're now a well-respected artist that people that people listen to and like, and it's not just for tweens, you know, with weird fantasies. I think, and it's, it's, it's worth noting too that Bieber, weird. Bieber hasn't confirmed. Oh my god! I broke keys. Sorry, just the way it's like tweens. It's a weird fantasy. So I just can't get that out of my head now. You're welcome. And legally, I, I can't even you. comment on it. Um, <laughs> uh, no, like it's worth noting too that Bieber hasn't confirmed that he's leaving. It's just heavily rumored that he is. Ariana Grande has left, and. Speaking of transitions, I'll just I'll just make one quick comparison. Madonna, I'm pretty sure was in her 30s when she did Evita. And that was a huge turning point for her. She became more legitimately respected and viewed very widely. She won a Golden Globe for the part. Um, But that's also when she uh, I think she married. She had she had she had her first kid. Right. Um, and like, I think she she sang at the Oscars, but like she had a very classic sort of look about her, not the, you know, ripped up wedding dress rolling around on the stage, um, which is like iconic Madonna. Right. You always yes. you will always associate that with her. There was, you know, and she had she had done movies before. And I think I think a league of their own yeah, kind of maybe laid some of the groundwork for this. But she came out the other side of the Evita process, a different kind of star. Slightly bigger, I think, but a little more well-rounded and 
this is such a strain. I don't know if this is the right word, but like classier, right? There was a prestige. I think, I think that's, that's what I'm looking for. She had, she had a lot of prestige from that. And the comparison that I'm making is um, Ariana Grande being in the wicked movie, which she may come out of that with a little more prestige, um, which will change how you're perceived. You're not wrong. And I feel like it usually is a big film role, especially a serious one where it requires a lot of chops in one way or another. Yeah. And all of a sudden it shows, Oh wow, you are a artist in multiple different ways. And like you said, you, it's such an, it's such a tangible way, especially with musicians where you, you you watch them live, but you don't watch them in the way that you watch uh, film and TV actors where you can see them age in real time. Yeah. Like from project to project, you see, them grow up whereas with a musician with artists you see them at concerts yeah you see press photos but they're always kind of gonna look like in your head like they were when you first started listening to them until there is some big shift that makes you see them in a different way and i feel like i feel like that's a big thing and you're more recently though not not quite the same but similar in the way that uh lady gaga was rebranding with Mm -hmm. uh the a star is born yes and that and it started before that it started with American Horror Story. Yeah. You know, um, and, and that was a, that like she doesn't wear like models of the solar system when she performs anymore. There is, you know, there, there is there has been a change. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, didn't that change start when she like had the friendship with Tony Bennett? I feel like that was like a big thing that made her sort of grow up in the eyes of a lot of people. Well, she did a lot of songs with him and stuff. I don't know if that was before or after, to be perfectly honest. But even that even that changed because I think when that started, the whole point was the juxtaposition of like modern pop star and classic crooner. And she was wearing like a chrome solar system. Um, you know, when she when she first <laughs> um sorry, I, I I I think it was her first SNL guest uh, musical. <laughs> I think musical hosting or musical guest bit. I just, I will never forget this. She was wearing, it looked like a, a, like a model of the solar system and she was playing the piano, but the costume sort of like, it was hard for her to sit and play the piano. Love that. <laughs> you know, That's and so like, funny. yeah, I mean, it's still an amazing performance, but I remember being like, are you, wow. How are you getting your arms around that? That looks not, that looks awkward, but yeah, it, it, you know, and then that, even that evolved you know uh and again i don't want to i don't want to hang on this because again we we don't know why and it's interesting it is interesting that you know it it the conversation sort of took a tone of is it is it about an artist's evolution because this just dawned on me as we were as we were kind of starting to wrap up on this topic was that uh yeah how are you going to evolve into a more mature and prestigious artist when your manager is named scooter (laughs) i was gonna say i think he i think he he should definitely start his lifestyle brand and they could do brawn scooters and then oh my video God. games, which brings us to our <laughs> Wait, la- la- last thing I will say is if, if we do hear if we do hear something come out in the next few months, someone less high profile than Ariana Grande or Justin Bieber or someone else who comes out and just tells us why they left and then we can just map it on to everyone else. <laughs> It's going to come out. It's like, going to come gonna, out. It's going to come out. And we will cover it when it comes out. And let, let me just say, like, my hope is that he's a decent guy and everyone's just it just sort of happens to be a coincidence and everything is, is roses. But fame corrupts and that's often not the case. Video games. Video games. Uh, yeah. So uh, sometimes I like to talk about video games in the podcast and there's a lot going on in the video game world right now. So I'm going to give some updates and some tea 
So first thing that just was announced, I don't know if it was today, yesterday, in the last couple days, uh, Volition, who is uh, they're a, a game company, they created Saints Saints Row. I don't know if you guys have heard mm-hmm. of it. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's a for people who haven't played it, it's basically like a like a, a street gang simulator RPG situation, like driving, shooting. You're like, yeah, this is it. This is the good stuff. All right. It's like it's basically like a Grand Theft Auto type style game. Yeah. I know, but when I heard street gang, I thought 1950s street tough. I mean, that's what they are. It's a street. It's a it's a gang. That's all it is. <laughs> It's just, it's just a gang. You just hear a switchblade. What's up, fish? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cut off your gills, man. <laughs> see, he, see, you know what? If you had been in charge of the new Saints Row game that came out last year, I think it would have done way better. <laughs> I'm working on like a Westworld version of that. It's fine. <laughs> but yes, so that's uh, Saints Row did get a kind of a reboot that they started up last year. It didn't do so well critically or commercially but uh, volition has been around for like 30 years and it's under the umbrella of embracer and they basically own a bunch of different it's like a video game conglomerate they own a bunch of different studios some of which create like original games others that that will help um basically convert it across platforms like everything that can kind of fall under video game and meet like that sort of media consumption uh, consumption and creation they own a lot of companies with it and they're basically doing some restructuring and volition is getting cut it's tough it, there's been a lot of talk around it but not a lot about if there's anything else behind it Ooh, another mystery i don't know there has i was, was doing some looking around to see if there were any other reasons or if there's any beef or anything and it was really hard to find it, but I was a little surprised that they were just like, we're just going to cut this. Saints Row was really popular. Um, oh, really so you're big. surprised because you're surprised because this is a big entity that for their company and they're just like cutting it loose pretty much. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm i not entirely sure. Like, again, it might just be that they're like they're low on money and they got to do some cutting. <laughs> I think they right. actually did like a huge deal fell out with some. Saudi Arabian investors group, some sort of thing. And I think they lost a lot of money. Are, so it, it might be that. Are, um, I don't know about the writers, but the, you know, the actors who do motion capture and voice work for those video games, those would be covered under AFTRA, no? Yes. So for a lot of games with, you know, voice acting, the thing is, uh, I don't, I'm trying to think about what the strike going on. I don't think all forms of, of voice acting are, I think some are covered and some are not. I, I don't think mocap actually, though, is currently under the SAG after thing. I think it's actually one of the things that is in proposed in the strike. I'm pretty sure to include mm-hmm. motion capture in, but I'm not 100% I, I would, sure. I would hope so. Yeah, because I mean, they're doing it more and more for movies. I mean, Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch is all mocap for um, Desolation of Smaug. I'm actually pretty sure that is one of the... Uh, clauses that they're basically trying to include motion capture performers in in SAG to be a part of that and basically to have those contracts and to be compensated in the same ways. Uh, So it's actually, I think, a part of that, believe it or not. But yeah, no. So I don't know how much some of this stuff will be happening, but there are two big games that are coming out or are having their like full launch on September 6th. That's the other big thing. Uh, So it's Bethesda Starfield. And I don't know if you guys have heard of it at all. So Starfield is Bethesda's new property. Bethesda 
is Elder Scrolls, Skyrim, Fallout. Now my ringing bells. Yes, Fallout's one of my favorite. Yeah, so, and yeah Keith, you Bethesda know. Bethesda Starfield is, is my drag name. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely have a boa. <laughs> lots of sparkly stars. Oh, lots of stars. <laughs> Do you make a feather boa look like a galaxy? That's what she would wear. Ugh. Do you sing? Do you lip sync to uh, "We Built This City"? That's what I feel like that would be. No, <laughs> my my drag my drag persona is very depressing, and she would sing um, Elton John's um, "Rocket Man," <laughs> <laughs> and then and then go off stage to cry. <laughs> But like but not, spoken but word, like William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> it's lonely out in space. <laughs> Honestly, if you ever want to do that, if you ever want to dabble, I would support you. I am so intrigued by this. I really want to go see the show. <laughs> I, okay, there's no show. <laughs> Why not? I've literally, I've literally never done drag. The, the closest I came was almost maybe playing a woman from Long Island in a sketch, but then, you know, they found someone. <laughs> not, it's not a strong likelihood that you'll, you'll ever see me perform that stage. That on a stage. Um, I'm not opposed to it, but that's not likely. Okay, so yes, the thing around so, this is that it's an Xbox exclusive. And there's been a lot of like weird turf wars between uh, people who own Xboxes and people who own <laughs> PS5s. No, in a serious way, they're basically, there's a lot of review bombing for uh, the games that are basically only available for one versus the other. And it's mm-hmm. already starting to get review bombed. And you're like, it hasn't even come out yet, man. <laughs> but it's right. already starting to get review bombed where people are just, you know, giving it like zeros, totally a negative, completely <laughs> negative reviews to kind of knock down the ratings on all sites, people which is just, petty as fuck. Yeah. Can you find something to better do with your time? Really? No. Yeah, like, just it, That sucks. That really sucks. That's like, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not immersed in the video game world, uh, you know, on account of my British heritage. But, uh, <laughs> But uh, and my advanced stage. It's funny. I've never heard the phrase review bombing, but you instantly know what it is. Uh, it's and true. It for, it's like, true for movies, actually, as well. It's very true. That's what happened to um the the go the the fe- the all female Ghostbusters, which was it as good as the original? No, it wasn't. Was it as bad as some of the horrible things people were saying about it? Absolutely not. It had some very charming moments, and it was fine. It was it was fine. <laughs> uh, I I would I would say that. Like with the Ghostbusters thing that like it caught like it's caught in the mid- the middle of a political divide, that movie. Like I got that's why it was so harshly reviewed by some people, I think. But but review bombing, it's like anytime there is something moderately controversial, like like anything with a, you know, non-white lead, anything with right. like any like with any queer like main mm. characters like those are those are prime for review bombing for you know incels to be like, like the, this like is the, yeah. this is terrible content why aren't we making this like the karens yeah. who are upset at a black ariel like what the fuck lady for some reason i get a lot of karens on my tiktok feed and when i see them i'm just I'm like <laughs> it makes my blood boil like if i saw someone behaving like that in public to someone else i don't know i might a switch <laughs> might flip in me i feel like there's also a, a review bombing where like this is happening with, I feel like, Diablo uh, 4, where mm-hmm. 
people come bitch and complain about this video game like nonstop, but then they'll be like playing it to, and leveling up their characters to a hundred and they have five of them. And to, I don't know if you know anything about Diablo four, but it takes forever to get to level hundred. <laughs> so you've been playing this game so much you, and they hate it. No, you don't hate it. You just don't know you like it. You can't, you don't can't even diagnose your own feelings about the video game. Well, you know, the problem is too, there's a big, there's a big culture, which I hate, which is, if there's a game that like has bugs, people are like, I don't care how good the game is. If it's like, if there are early bugs, fuck this game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. I mean, like that happened though. Granted it was like pretty buggy from what I understand, but um, the cyberpunk game, uh, yeah, that was bad, yeah. which apparently was really, really buggy and totally ruined the whole launch basically because it yeah. was really bad. Yeah. Cyber cyberpunk wasn't playable. You couldn't play it like that's you it. would go and, and it would just totally stop. Like, well, yeah, it, was like it deserved the bad. That's the bad it. Reviews. But my point is, right. I feel like that launched further. I, I don't know if it, it was happening before, obviously, but I feel like that escalated it when that happened well, to people. So- the, complaining about bugs to a point that's the absurd. problem with the problem with cyberpunk was that there was such a buildup and like the in-game footage that was uh released was so amazing at like all these conventions and stuff everyone and they were building up like you could do everything this there's gonna be so much stuff that you could do like you could interact with normal citizens on the street and stuff like that and then you play the game and like the streets are empty there's no citizens around <laughs> to interact with. And, you could if they were there and, and the map is pretty much empty and like I, I ended up playing it later and it was a it was a good game i enjoyed it but like they built it up and then to have bugs in the very beginning like just totally destroyed the game oh that's not yeah, yeah. no i and yet that's the thing is i i'm excited to play starfield i won't buy it immediately because generally with the if you can hold off for a game and wait wait for them to sort out the bugs and then you come and you're like cool other whole things and i don't have to deal yeah. with it um and then you could also get it cheaper too so that too if you're willing to we have to wait a while though if you want to get it cheaper like if, yeah, you're, if you wait like three months, the bugs will be fixed. But if you wait like a year, you might get it cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, are you also play, are you going to play Baldur's Gate? I so <laughs> I was on TikTok the other day and there was a scene where I guess a druid turned into a bear. And then there was like this gay <laughs> sex scene with a man and a bear. And then a nut just drops <laughs> like a squirrel is in the trees watching and he just drops his nut. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Like, this is the most crazy game i have to play this game it's well, that's, that's a very logical progression keith if you know if a man and a bear are having sex someone's gonna drop a nut like you know that's, 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 to my to my understanding that's usually how that goes <laughs> <laughs> at least one nut will get dropped probably uh-huh. only one though because you know how this these things work well, it depends on if the bear's on top. If there's the bear giving? <laughs> if the, if the bear's on top, then yeah, there's only going to be one nut, and it's not going to be the, uh, the <laughs> But, but um, yes, uh, yeah, that's the other game that comes out on September 6th for uh, PC. And No, sorry, it's already been out for PC. It's come out for PS5, and then there have been all these issues with Xbox. So that's going to, you got to wait a while for yeah. an Xbox. Do you guys do you guys want to hear the the degree to which I play digital? I'll call them digital games. Oh boy! Um, I play one game, and uh, it's, all, it's only on my phone. Um, and I was I was talking to my friend the other day, and I started I started freaking out because I could hear noises, and I was like, "Oh my god, the line is crossed! What the hell is going?" On? I couldn't tell what it was, but I kept hearing. Ooh! 
And I was like, what the fuck is that? Oh my God. Like someone's listening in. What, who are you? And I was, I got very upset. And then I took the phone away from my ear and I realized it was because, um, I had the sound on and I, I had been playing Angry Birds um, and I answered the phone but Angry Birds was still running in the background um, so I was just hearing the ambient noises of what happens when you don't play Angry Birds <laughs> and I also had to admit to my friend I'm sorry <laughs> I get stoned and play Angry Birds I don't have just porn playing in the background of my phone <laughs> I don't know how you guys feel about this, but porn on your phone really sucks. Like, I need a bigger screen. <laughs> well, you know, that's why you can't trust anyone that uh, has their portrait lock off. Because <laughs> you're like, I know what you were doing with that. <laughs> portrait lock? What oh, no, it's mean? like a whole thing where it's like, if you have portrait lock off on your phone, you're probably using it to watch porn. <laughs> like, where it stays in portrait mode, your phone. Oh, Oh, you don't need okay. to do that. Don't worry how I know that. Um, but just like, you know, you just <laughs> Pornhub, Pornhub will, the, the video will, will automatically. Listen, so speak, listen, so speaking <laughs> of things that. Well, I know. So I've learned something about Andrew today. <laughs> speaking, speaking of a good, listen, I stay at a lot of hotels. Um, speaking of a good time, <laughs> I'm not paying hotel prices for porn. That's absurd. Speaking of things that need to be bigger, Burger King. Um <laughs> is having a lawsuit <laughs> against them because apparently people are very upset by their advertisements. They have like, what? yeah. So when they show the burger and the ads, the beef patties oh. are way bigger. And then there's all these things are stacked super high on the burger. Yeah. So yeah. literally there's a class action lawsuit against Burger King for false advertising. Oh my God. And- <laughs> I agree. That's silly. That's stupid. It's like, it's like, you, you know, when you get like a, like some kind of food and they put the like the cookie on it and they're like this is not actually to scale like they have to put that there and i'm like i didn't think it was to scale but like yeah. it's a massive cookie and this box is not that big <laughs> yeah, when, when they make you your burger do you think that like wet lettuce tomatoes and onion are raining down and bouncing up and down on a, on a <laughs> succulent juicy beef patty like no you can see them making it they're pulling shit out of a drawer and assembling your burger <laughs> it's true <laughs> Uh. and i say this as someone who goes to burger king more often than you would think (laughs) all right so burger king said plaintiffs do not and cannot contend that uh, burger king delivered them less than a quarter pound of beef with any (laughs) proper or big game i love that (laughs) they argue are very precise (laughs) they argue instead that they expected more beef um, because of the protruding patties in the pictures is what I mean, the, here's uh, the thing. They do call them like quarter pounder. So in this lawsuit, they're quarter pounder before they're cooked. Maybe a quarter of a pound is? They're, what? They're, they're quarter pound before they're cooked, not after. That's the big contention. That's so oh, stupid. That's such not, like a, like a, you know, it's actually after midnight. You know what I mean? It's the next day <laughs> bullshit. Good morning. Yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. That's what that is. Over asshole. This is not what this is. <laughs> That's what it is. And I'm like, I can't with you. Yeah. We fuck waited off. for your parents to go to bed so we could watch an R-rated movie. Now shut the fuck up. <laughs> Wake your mom up. I want to have some popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> what time is my mom picking me up in the morning? The mornings are always weird. Uh, <laughs> I know. They're always weird. Yeah. The morning, the morning of a sleepover, you're like, oh, it's over. What am I still doing here? I want to go home. Also, um, just like, when am I leaving? 
But yeah, that oh, that's like that's because like there was that guy that sued Subway because he found out that the sandwiches weren't like a full twelve inches. Like, oh yeah, I that's it can't is can't the judge be like you know uh, I'm holding you in contempt of court for like wasting society's time. That's it just is it. A cla- it's a class action lawsuit, and additionally, they the. Burger King asked for it to be thrown out and the judge would not throw it out. You know what, though? Class action lawsuits should be saved for important things like when there's some kind of product (laughs) that goes wrong and people get injured or hurt or ill from it. Or, you know, you're defrauded or some. They should be saved for important things, not because you got your burger and you're like, oh, it's a little smaller than I thought. And if it's too small, <laughs> go somewhere else the next time. You don't have to keep going to Burger King to get a freaking burger. Just go somewhere else. Five Guys is like down the block, you know? You just hope these people don't have kids because it's like, can you, can we not perpetuate this? <laughs> You know, <laughs> no, but the problem is they probably these are the people the people that are bringing this forth are the people with way too much time on their hands. Well, yeah. as someone who agrees with this lawsuit, I am unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to say Burger King has grease on their hands. Oh. Uh, I think oh. they need to make their burger biggers. <laughs> no, Keith. <laughs> that come on. I mean, let's be honest. Those burgers look tremendous in the in the advertisement. Like, let's be honest. Like, they're tremendous. That's the point. Don't, don't make them. Don't just make them realistic. Then you can make them look good and be realistic. I don't think you can. <laughs> I fundamentally disagree with you there. <sighs> oh, I think it's God. silly. I, I think this is such yeah. a. Stu- this is just like prime. Like, why the hell are we wasting our time on this? Not on so, the on on the you- topic of disgusting us on bringing this to court and putting the legal system through this. So the, in USA Today, there was I, where I read the article, one of the articles from about this. Um, they also mentioned a lawsuit against Buffalo Wild Wings where a man sued them because the boneless wings were not actually wings. <laughs> <laughs> Nor are they wild. I, <laughs> or maybe, can, you do, can you do a Buffalo Wild Wings in Topeka because your wings aren't from fucking Buffalo? What That's the fuck? What, you know what? I found a chicken tender in the wild and I snatched it up. <laughs> no, that was just Justin Bieber. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, I have a chicken tender farm. It's just little baby tenders. <laughs> That's where they come from. The tender. You robbed them of their opportunity to live. Actually, no, I do know someone who was like, oh, yeah, I want it from the nugget part of the chicken. No, 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 no. And I'm like, you can't be a real person, but they were totally serious. This was a while ago. This was like 10 years ago, but clearly it stuck with me. It just <laughs> that kind of thing just lives rent free in your mind. Well, that's different because if it was one of your peers in ten years ago, you were in fucking junior high. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know how old you are. To be perfectly honest, I'm just gonna say it out loud. I don't know how old you are. I was in high school, but said- the point is, if you're in high school, you should know that there's no nugget part of the chicken. Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna invite you to return mentally to high school and try to think about the level that you were playing at. I was pretty fucking. Re- dumb in high school too <laughs> did you think that there was a nugget part of the chicken andrew 
No, but I did think. But I did think I did think that in the national anthem, I thought that Don's early was the quality of the light. I didn't think it was Don's early light. I thought I thought Don's early was describing the light. That's okay. Um, that's I, fine. I don't, I don't think that's as bad as that's like would, that's like a, a level two and. There are nuggets are a part of the chicken is 10. Also, <laughs> I was in my late 20s when I realized it's the Flatiron building and not the Flatrian building. Um, <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> and the same goes for football and the gridiron. I thought it was the Gridrian. Um, and I did not know what that meant. <laughs> Wait, that's so funny. <laughs> so people can be dumb. I never, I never thought otherwise. Thanks. Okay, that was... Oh, not you specifically, just people. Oh, oh, I was like, but, did I say you were a diamond? I meant cubic zirconium. No, I, I I clearly thought you were smart enough to not think that the nugget was a part of a chicken. So no, no, clearly, that, that, I think highly I, of you. That much I know. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> clearly, I think high of you. I, I, you. I think highly of you. And I did. And I, I did imply that maybe you, you weren't, but I didn't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You faster than I do. <laughs> I love you and respect you. Right back at you, peaches. <laughs> Guys, I think this has been another episode of Not Your Best Moment. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, uh, leave a fun comment, give us five stars. It helps other people find the podcast. And you know, next time, investigate. The nugget part of the chicken. Nip slips, jail time, snorting a cocaine line, racist tweets, family beefs, a royal leaves, Kanye, fake attack, racist.